Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, yeah. Better than this. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this shit. What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Wednesday, Water Cooler Wednesday edition of the podcast. Kyle, TDN Twitter account is back. It's it's back. <laughs> what a I'm day. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm reading Cardi B's tweets. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I've already like as I said yes. I'm not I'm not comfortable with the Cardi B discussion, but it's gonna happen anyways. We're gonna have it. We need to have it because Jacoby Brissett stopped tweeting, so we needed to fill this space. And I stumbled upon a Cardi B tweet, and it's worth talking about. Um, you know the Bills play Jacoby Brissett on Thursday night. Do they? Yeah. Very nice. Andrew Luck's out, so we should see extensive Jacoby Brissett. No, nah, you'll see a, a series and that's it. Well, you treat him like the starter. Imagine treating Jacoby Brissett like a starter. Well, what happens if Andrew Luck's not able to go to start the uh, beginning of the season? Then you need Jacoby. Jacoby Brissett is your starter. So you need to play his ass so that he can get ready. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So I know you got a talking point. I'm going to send you a DM real quick. Oh, great. Um, All right, so the talking point is really one I want to get your take on because um, this one got some traction from my 2017 redraft on Monday. I had the New York Jets. They were picking at number six, and they had the opportunity to pick Jamal Adams, but I didn't have them pick Jamal Adams. I had them pick T.J. Watt instead of Jamal Adams. And I'm curious to what your reaction to that is because a few Jets fans told me that was asinine and Adams is a much player player, better player than T.J. Watt. I think Adams is a more versatile player than T.J. Watt. Uh, I liked Adams coming out more than I liked T.J. Watt, and I was one of T.J. Watt's biggest fans in the pre-draft process. Um, I understand what your thought process is there because – the Jets and their secondary, they, they have some good pieces. And Marcus May, when he's been on the field, has been good. And the, they, they really need the outside pass rush presence. So I understand why you did it. But I probably would have kept them with Jamal Adams, me personally. So what I, my rationale behind it, and I recognize that they're both really good players. I think that T.J. Watt's been more impactful in terms of splash plays but what I asked myself was, which is harder to replace? What T.J. Watt gives you at edge or what Jamal Adams gives you at safety? And I think that the Jets could have found a more viable you know, fill-in or replacement for Adams, and they're still looking for help off the edge. Okay. I mean, again, I, I understand the thought process, and I like both players, but, I mean, Jamal gives you – a lot of versatility on the back end. And uh, I know there's not a lot of ball production there, but Jamal for me has, has, is one of the best young safeties in the NFL. So if you want to use that guy as a linchpin that can play in coverage and can play in the box and can play run support, 
I'm fine with it. Yeah. So I, I'm perfectly fine with Jamal Adams remaining the pick at six in a redraft of the 2017 NFL draft. Look at Kyle making friends with the Jets fans. Yeah. Oh, I have to make nice after the the Adam Gase article yesterday. People get mad at you for that. I thought that was good. Uh, yeah, there there were some folks that were like, "Oh, he's not even saying anything earth shattering." You know, nobody disagrees that Sam Darnold's better than than Ryan Tannehill, and that you're 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 right. You're not wrong. But the point is, Adam Gase put the Dolphins in the situation where he was married to those players. When Ryan Tannehill went down, Adam Gase brought in. Jay Cutler, Adam Gase brought in Brock Osweiler to be the backup quarterback to Ryan Tannehill, and the team never entertained the possibility of bringing in a quarterback to compete with Ryan Tannehill. So then don't leave Miami and say here and bitch that you had to call plays to protect your quarterback because that's on you. See, I almost am more upset at Gase for bringing this up like altogether. It just seems completely unnecessary. Like he was trying to um, – Defend himself and why? He always does. That's his mo. But what's the point? Because it's never his fault. Nothing is ever Adam Gase's fault. It's his biggest flaw in Miami, and it's why he lost the locker room. I hate that's a bad characteristic for a coach. It's extremely bad characteristic. No, he he was very steadfast as all NFL coaches are. So I understand as far as what he thought a team was supposed to look like, how the team was going to win, and it didn't didn't work and it was like Adam was a really big part of of why all those pieces came in and didn't perform because they were the players and the pieces that he wanted and like it was always the players fault you know it was like Jay Ajayi well Jay Ajayi didn't study the playbook so he's got to go and then we'll bring in Kenyon Drake well Kenyon Drake doesn't know how to pass protect and doesn't doesn't study so now we need to play Frank Gore yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, the, most coaches, I mean, it could be the stupidest reason. A missed field goal, they lose a football game. That's on me. You know, I got to do a better job getting my team ready. Not Adam never, Gase. You will, you will never hear Adam Gase ever say anything is on him. It's always execution, lack of preparation from the players, and it's never, never his fault. All right, I think I'm ready to uh, laugh through this Cardi B segment. Cardi B. Try to be quiet. Try not to get fired. Uh, some of the things that are going through my head right now. All right. So uh, Cardi B, the the one that caught my attention, Joe, I had to send it to you because I said, "What what are we doing here?" <laughs> she, she, she goes, "Is this her?" This is from August second. I am Cardi B. Is her handle? I wonder how pee tastes like. <laughs> no. 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 Well, who wonders that? Who, who tries? Right. That's, that's my whole point. It's like, what what are you possibly doing that you're just sitting there contemplating what urine tastes like? Um, never was curious. I yeah, This does remind me. You ever watch um, Man vs. Wild? Yes. yes. Love the show. Um, I'm definitely mentally ready to get through survival situations. I'm very concerned about my ability to execute. Um, but, uh, when he killed that snake, he's like in the desert and then he like gutted it and then he peed inside of it and then he like tied he it, carried it around. Yeah. yeah then he drank it. Like, yeah. Oh, and you oh know that was camera, horrible. You know, the camera guys have water bottles right there. And just imagine, take just take a hit off camera, dude. You know, he is. Is he though? Yeah, I believe he is. I don't know. Sitting there eating 
some dead deer that he always stumbles across. Tell me that's not stage. I don't know. I'm always that kind of person that I always kind of believe everything's fake. What's your favorite like wilderness survival show? Well, because if think, the answer is not Naked and Afraid, you're wrong. Um, let me tell you about all the episodes of Naked and Afraid I've ever watched. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? No. Not a it's, second of it. It is hilarious. We've never talked about this. Naked and Afraid? No. Well, this is typically a football podcast. So. Well, you and I have had many conversations, you know. <laughs> How many hours of travel have we com- accumulated yeah, in the we, last we five years? About everything, yeah, but not naked and afraid. Surprisingly, I I don't know. I don't know what it is about that show. It makes me laugh every time. My favorite survival show is The Bachelorette. Wow, just what kidding. about the uh, ba- Bachelor in Paradise, huh? brother? I could I watched like three series of The Bachelor in my life. How much do you regret giving up that time? Um. I enjoyed Emily Maynard's season. I don't know who that is. Well, you should find out. He actually, she actually winds up marrying a guy that my brother played college football with. Oh, really? Yeah. Tyler Johnson, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I have one more Cardi B tweet. Oh, good. Only one more. Yeah. No, there, I mean, she, there, there's a lot of stuff we're not going to touch on this. Like the one you just DM'd to me? Yes. Kyle, when you started this segment, I thought you were going to bring this up, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not reacting to it. I'm getting, I'm going to ghost you right here on the podcast because I'm not talking about it. Do you listen to it with the sound on? Yeah, it's in my ears right now. I'm playing it again. Holy crap. Oh, my God. <laughs> I listened all the way through this time. <laughs> I paused it halfway last time. I've never laughed so hard in my life. Listen to this video. Oh, my God. All right. So uh, if you want to see what we're laughing at, Mm. it is her second to last tweet on August 1st. (laughs) She quote tweeted something with two laughing, crying emojis. And that's all we're gonna. That's all we're gonna say. Other than listen to it with the sound on, <laughs> and stick with it. Make it through the whole seven seconds. The, the whole thing. It's worth it. Trust me. For eight seconds. I caught it off at four. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, those last two seconds. Yeah, that's crazy. that's where the really the magic happens. <laughs> all right. Uh, I want to talk. I want to talk about her second one on August second. Okay. This is weird, but I like to get kiss on my eye. Like your eyeball. That, that was the first follow-up question was on your actual eyeball or when your eyes are closed? Right, because I can get like your eyes are closed, whatever, nice soft kiss to your eye. Really? <laughs> well, that, that was her response. She goes, when they close. But even still, like nobody's ever kissed my eyelids before, dude. Oh, well, I see, see if I can get that arranged for you. <laughs> Oh, God, we got to move on, man. This is the weirdest conversation we've ever had. Like, that's recorded. All right, so we're going we're gonna to bump out to uh, some, <laughs> some schedule predictions. Is that the deal? Please, around? God, I've never been more excited to talk about the Raiders and Buccaneers in my life. All right, let's, let's roll tide. You want to go first? Or you <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sweating. Dead. I'm 
sweat. <laughs> oh, oh boy. This is Howard Wilson all over again, man. Trouble. <laughs> Did you just do that on the spot? Yeah. Have you been, have you been yeah. practicing? <laughs> yeah, I've been practicing with my uh, popsicles at home. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Why don't we do the Bucks first? Okay. All right. Or, or we can pick them simultaneously. This, man, this is disaster. This I'm picking the Bucks. You're picking for the Bucks, yeah. Oh, my God. Or we can <sighs> do it together. We're only 12 minutes into today's show. We've got about 18 minutes of play play time with. Now let's let's do them individually because you know I I can't think about that many things at once and I have to think about JC getting pissed at me. Are we both picking both teams or are you just picking the Bucks and I'm just picking the Raiders? You can tell me where I dis. I mean, yeah, like I think we'll probably be very close, and if there's any big discrepancy, you can say, well, I would have had this instead of that. And okay, all right, all right, very good. Uh, so we're doing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers first, Joe. Uh, they're playing home to open the season against the uh, future undefeated Super Bowl champion, San Francisco. <laughs> oh, man. Um, they're at home, huh? They are at home. Cross-country trip to Florida for San Francisco to open the season. Let's go with the 1-0. 1-0 Tampa Bay Buccaneers under Bruce Arians. Week two, uh, the Bucks travel to uh, your current town, Carolina. I don't want to call it your hometown because you got real defensive about that on Twitter the other day. Listen, people I got not, uh, not a Charlotte native. I was Listen. born and lived my first seventeen years in Buffalo, New York. Listen, shout out the J Rod Draft Scout, but I didn't even notice it at first, and then I had some Bills fans like messaging me. And they're like, yo, man, I thought you were born in Buffalo. And, yeah, you know, you got to keep the street card with the mafia, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm hoping to piss off the mafia. Trust me. a daily podcast on the bills, man. I got to keep my people happy. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll issue a statement here. But, yeah, look, I love both cities, man. Conference. Yeah. All right. So they, they play in Carolina week two. That's going to be on, thir- on Thursday yeah. night. Loss. Loss. Panthers yep. take the dub. Yep. Now, they get a soft rebound. They get a long week, and they're playing the New York Giants at home. Dub. Win. Uh, on the road against the L.A. Rams. That's going to be a loss. Yes, I agree with you there. On the road again, a uh, little closer to home, but playing the New Orleans Saints. That's going to be a loss. That is going to be a loss. You're absolutely right. Now, we traveled to London, forfeiting yep. the home game to play the Panthers for the second time in four weeks. This is tricky because you just never know what the London components going to be like. Total wild card. But I think has Tampa been there? I don't. Carolina's not been there. I don't know if that matters. Um, I'm going to go with the better football team, the Buccaneers or the Panthers. Wow, I'd probably go Bucks on that one. Really? What? What? Why? Why do you have that conviction? Uh, I I'm not super convicted one way or the other. But, I think. Uh, Man, the Panthers got a good squad, dude. But they're, just, they're not I'm deep. Always, I'm always hesitant to give sweeps. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Unless you're clearly the better football team. It's week six, so Cam's shoulder should still be working for a few more weeks. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so then they have the bye week, 
Yep. Week seven. Week eight, they are uh, on the road again. Man, this is brutal. The Bucks don't play a home game in Raymond James from week three till week 10. Mm. Yikes. And then if they're not playing well, you worry about <laughs> the, the attendance towards the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're on the road against the Tennessee Titans. This is a winnable game, right? It is a winnable game. But it's on the road. I know it's coming off the bye. Give me Bruce Arians off the bye, taking the dub over the Titans. Smart. I agree with you there. Uh, on the road, all the way to the West Coast, about as far as you can travel, they're going to Seattle. So this team's going to L.A., London, and Seattle within the first, with like a, in a four-week stretch, five-week stretch? In, in a, one, two, three, six weeks uh, because they have the bye week in there. Dude, that's brutal. Uh, Seattle's going to win that football game, but my goodness, that's crazy. Yeah, they they got no favors from the schedule makers. The only favor the Bucks got is they play the Cardinals this year, and that's at home. <laughs> Bruce Bruce ain't losing to his former squad. No, Bucks win. Bucks win that game week ten. Um, home against the Saints. <sighs> got to go with the Saints. I agree. This is you know we we said hesitant to give out sweeps unless you're clearly the better football team. I think the Saints are one of the best teams in the NFC. I think they take that. Uh, on the road again against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Falcons at home. On the road again <laughs> against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, man, you feel like that's kind of winnable, but I don't know. You think if they can, the Jaguars can control that football game. They've got a, they've got a good defense. The strength of Tampa is their offense. And I get nervous about just. I think, think Jacksonville. I, I think Tampa's front seven will be better this year, though. I think they have a it's reasonable so chance to, to to really bottle in. They got Sue. Yeah, they big do. upgrade in Sue. Devin White, I think, will be a stud. He'll be fine. Levante David should be healthy. I saw he just went underwent surgery for a meniscus issue. He should be fine by week thirteen. This is the toughest game yet. To predict. Yeah, which is weird. It's the Jaguars. Right. Because, well. Not a long distance game. Right. They deserve one of those. <laughs> um, Man. I'm going to give them a win here. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, home against the Colts. Give me the Colts. Oh. On the road against the Lions. I'm going to give the Bucks a win here. So when I when I rationalized in my head that Tampa would beat the Jaguars or the no, I gave no, give me the Lions. They're not going to. So you're only you're only going to give them one of those. Yeah. So that's what I was looking ahead there. I was thinking between Jags and Lions, they're going to go one and one. Okay. Uh, home against the Texans. Man, the Texans are such a wild card because I don't like their offensive line. I don't really like their secondary. But the Bucks pass rush is poop. That's true. But they're home. Um, Kyle, this is tough, man. Give me Houston. Home against the Falcons, week 17. Win. Four. Buccaneers. Okay. So you, do, you, do you know what you picked them to go? Six and ten. Six and ten. 
I mean, what do you have a big disagreement? What would you change around here? I would have given them either the Panthers London game or the Lions game on the road. Okay, so you think they're a seven and nineteen? I think that yeah, seven and nine. They'll be a better football team from a record perspective. I, I they have so much new when it comes to defense. A lot of young players in really important spots. I don't like their pass rush. The corners are questionable. They're young. I think that's the best word for them is young. And, I mean, is Jameis going to stop throwing interceptions? I mean, if Jameis stops throwing interceptions, they probably find three more wins here. They're they're, they're right. in football. Right. At least like that 8-9 conversation. Yep. All right. So, I have the Bucks at 6-10. and 10. Sorry, JC, man. I'll uh, make it up to you best Lock I can. In. I yep. have them at 7-9. and nine. Just let the record state. Uh, the <laughs> – Oakland Raiders now. Raiders. Uh, we're recording this before Hard Knocks, but that debuted last night. And um, wait, this I, this is tonight. This this goes. Yeah, we're so recording on Tuesday. We're recording on Tuesday afternoon. It, it launches tonight at ten o'clock. It's appointment TV. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Richie Incognito, Mike Mayock, John Gruden, uh, who's talking about moving in with Derek Carr, Vontez Perfect, Antonio Brown. Yeah. I need I need it. Yeah. Well, you're at this point when everyone's listening to this, you're going to have it. I know. I know. I hope it. I hope it doesn't let me down. Hard knocks never does. It's does. never disappoints. All right, Kyle. Welcome, Raider Nation. The Twitter handle is at Yo, rhyming the tape. Listen, that was an alarm. I have a radio spot here in 30 minutes, so I had to set that alarm. Well, we All right, here we go. Then. Let's go. Um, they open on Monday night. They host. They're at home against the Broncos. Joe Flacco. And the Broncos in this football game. Ooh, stealing a road win right there. Okay. Uh, then they host the Chiefs week two. Give me the Chiefs. 0-2 oh, to start. Then they travel to Minnesota. I'm trying to think if, if Oakland has any redeeming matchups in this football game, and I don't think that they do. <laughs> I'll take the Vikings here. Okay. They now travel to the Colts. Oh, Jesus. What a murderous row this first eight weeks is. <laughs> it's the NFL. They got to win that Broncos game. They got to win the Broncos game, right? I'm not changing it, but. <laughs> it's hard to find a win here coming oh up, too. Lord. We might give be. Me the Col- give me the Colts week four. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Then they host the Bears in London. No, this game is in London. Khalil Mack revenge game? Question. Oh. oh, he's going to have six sacks. Yeah, they can't block him. Right. They, they, they will be unable to block him. Jeez Louise. Give bears? me the Bears. Give me the Bears. All right. A much-needed bye week to get ready for Aaron Rodgers and a date to Lambeau Field in Green Bay. <laughs> they face like playoff teams every single week. I take back. I think some point over the course of the last month or so, I had mentioned that I could see the Broncos finishing last in the AFC East or AFC West. I'm looking at this Raiders schedule. I take it all back, folks. Oh, my God. This is brutal. Give me the Packers. All right. So we have the uh, – what are we at? 0-6? Oh, 6? Uh, oh six? Six? Yeah. Yeah. 0-6. Oh 0-6. Oh all right. No big deal. 
Now they now travel to Houston to face the defending AFC South Division champion Texans. They got to win one of these games. They're not supposed to. Give me a win here. <laughs> All right, one and six, and now they're hosting the Detroit Lions. Give me a win there too. Oh, two and we're stacking wins now. John Gruden's getting all happy. All right, then we've got a Thursday night date at home against the Los Angeles Chargers. So short week. Yeah. It's at home. Big facts. Give me the Raiders. Wow. Three out of four. After starting 0-6. Oh. I mean, that's just that's a brutal stretch to start the season, man. Now they host Roadkill. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> they host the Cincinnati Bengals. Give me a win. Wow. This is a big one. What is this, four out of five? This is four in a row, Kyle. Four in a row. Four in a row. Four in a row. After an 0-6 oh start. Then they travel to New Jersey to face the Jersey Jets. Give me the Jets. Begrudgingly, give me the Jets. Come on, they got a hot Raiders team. Fine. Then now they go to Kansas City. Oh, give me the Chiefs. They host the Titans. Well, Mariota will be hurt by now. You got Tannehill, though, brother. Yeah, give me a win here. Jacksonville at Oakland. So now they host Oakland. Or they host the Jaguars, excuse me. It's a weird game. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> it's like conceptually you think about the Raiders and what they did this offseason. They kind of built themselves to be like the Jaguars as far as the physicality. They really want to bang and push you. So this is like unstoppable force meets immovable object. Jacksonville traveling across the country. Give me the Raiders. The Raiders. Okay, so we're six and eight after an zero and six start. I mean, six and two stretch here. You're starting to get some winners here as uh, for I the mean, Raiders. Does, the schedule really softens up here. I don't think highly of the Lions. I don't think highly of the Bengals. Um, I don't think highly of the Jaguars, even though they're talented. I just I think that's getting really close to coming off the rails. I think that's a really combustible situation. Now they travel to Los Angeles to play the Chargers in Week 16. Chargers. They finish the season in Denver. I'm tempted to give it to them because I gave the Broncos the win Week 1. Those teams are going to be like, I feel like could be at really different points come Week yes. 17. Yeah. It's going to be a game. Neither team's going to the playoffs. No. Vic Fangio's just hoping Drew Locke's not in the lineup. <laughs> oh, it, right. I, I, gave, I did not give the Raiders the benefit of the doubt against the Broncos week one. I will give the Raiders the benefit of the doubt week 17. Seven and nine Oakland Raiders in year two under John Gruden. 0-6 to start. A four-game win streak and a 6-2 and two stretch. They win three of their last four as well, so... Uh, Some positive things to build on. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about that versus what I came up with? Uh, I think they'll split with Denver, so nothing to change there. I didn't see you had uh, what was the game? Titans, Titans game. 
Yeah, so like you had the Titans, you had the Raiders beating Tennessee and Houston. I don't think they they don't I don't think they do that. They'll split well, those I, games. I I just think out between the Chiefs, Vikings, Colts, Raiders, Packers, and Texans, I'm like they have to win one of those games. And I didn't give them the benefit of the doubt in any. Yeah. I just that would be the only, I think they're six and ten and keep nothing change nothing except for they're not beating both the Titans and Texans. That's okay. Okay, so so we could flip either one of those games, and then you'd have no objections with this. Well, you one have of those, one of you. You don't think they're beating uh, either one? Yeah, you have them beating both. They're two zero against Tennessee and Houston, based on your projection. So, do you see them winning a game that I said they would lose? Because you said that you think they'd be six and ten. Because they ain't taking one against the Chiefs, in my opinion. Well, if they just lose one of the Texans and Titans, they go to six and ten. You have them at seven and nine. Oh, okay, I thought you said they would not win. No, yeah, sure, they could win one of them, but not both. Okay, 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 okay. So we're both cowards. And long story short, we projected both of these two teams to either be seven and nine and six and ten. Yep. Not a lot of substance there. I have no regrets, though. Do you? I never have regrets, other than. I don't know. No, I don't have any. I'm good. Other than watching that video from Cardi B. Yeah, I got a good laugh out of it, Kyle. Don't do it <laughs> it's again. Gonna one of the, it's going to be one of the all-time <laughs> all moments in draft dudes history. Oh, God. Um, are we, have we decided what we're doing tomorrow? Uh, what's tomorrow, Thursday? Yeah. Are uh, we doing a, a tier maker or – Oh, preseason! We got a big full slate of preseason games oh, Thursday. Yeah, we got to talk about storylines and stuff. Maybe, huh? maybe football's back, baby. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, make sure you hit subscribe, come on back, listen along with us. We thank you guys uh, for carving some time out of your hump day. Uh, make sure you tune into Trivia Night tonight as well on twitchtv network. Uh, Jordan's going for a four peat. Getting real sick of it. So uh, <laughs> everybody's gonna have to copy Jordan's strategy. Everybody gives multiple answer opportunities. And Jordan, like, nails them all. And Jordan gives everybody, like, all right, here's your question for one point. I've got, so, a, good, I've got a good fan question lined up. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. So so come along. And it's so impossible to Google, by the way. You can't Google it. Excellent. Yeah. I'll give everybody an opportunity to, if they get the question right, be entered into the chance to uh, participate in the Draft Network's Fantasy League for 2019. Nobody got the fan question right last week. So some redemption on all of your parts. Swing over, check it out. Thanks, as always, for listening to Draft News Podcast. This is Kyle Crab signing off with Joe Marino. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.